Frustrated with toxic people, they can't see how much they hurt me. I just want this chaos to cease. Here's your host, Dr. Shayla, my source for how to live a life of peace. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity. Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them, it's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 30, Getting Over the Fear of Looking Stupid. Now, before I launch into this episode, I just want to give a heads up about what I plan to do for the next couple of months. We're pretty much coming up on the tail end of February of 2018. And so for February, March, and maybe half of April, I plan on taking this to, instead of Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm only going to update on Mondays. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, my full-time job is an assistant professor of biology. And so I teach full-time and we're coming up in the midterm, which I'm looking forward to. But the reason why I'm doing this is because by taking it down to one episode a week, I'm going to focus on recording episodes in bulk. So when I go back to my regular schedule, I can update more consistently because I think this year I missed last week. And then at some point I missed another week. I've been focusing on this toxic people, this toxic people, that, but I want to focus on the other aspect of the show, which is self-care. And so I'll have relationship experts on, I'll have licensed practitioners on, licensed therapists, etc. So I want to talk about something that tends to paralyze people and that's the fear of looking stupid. I know of a guy who does coaching for men and he charges $4,000 a session. I don't know how long this session is, but it's for guys who are afraid to talk to women. His whole thing is to help the guy learn how to approach a woman and say hello. $4,000 just to do that. Why? because he just has this paralyzing fear that the woman's going to make him look stupid. He's going to, you know, he's going to say something stupid. He's going to trip over his feet. Whatever that fear is, he charges all this money to help them get over that fear. The fear of looking stupid is the reason why many people fear public speaking more so than they fear death. You know, anytime we feel like people are watching us or we're going to fall on our face, there's that pit that forms in our stomachs. So, let me give you three tips for getting over the fear of looking stupid. Number one, you are in great company. And I've said this in a previous episode that comedians understand this principle quite well. Somehow we get the idea that we're the only person in the history of the human race to think the way we think or to do what we do. And so a comedian will say, don't you just hate it when, and then they say whatever that thing is. And you start laughing because you realize, oh, I thought it was just me. There was a time where I was saying something I meant to say nuanced, but instead I said seanced. And a person said, aha, you said seance, you said seance. And I said, big deal. He said, well, don't you feel stupid? I said, no, not at all. Because if I were the only person in the history of ever to have said one thing when I meant to say something else, I might be embarrassed. But as it stands, I'm in good company. So if someone is trying to make you feel stupid or make you feel bad for something, remember, you're in good company. You're a human just like everybody else. Number two, people tend to fear you just as much. The thing you're afraid of, I guarantee that that person sitting next to you is probably afraid of the same thing. You're afraid of what they think about you, but they're afraid of what you're thinking about them. 
generally speaking, we focus on how we look around other people. So when you understand that, that person sitting next to you is probably more afraid of you than you are of them. It's like, well, what am I afraid of? It's interesting. Of all the things that I'm afraid of, public speaking is pretty low on the list because this is something I found out at an early age, I would say elementary school. It was actually my dad. And my dad said, you know, Shayla, when you get up in front of a group of people, they're just as scared for you as you are for yourself. And if you're nervous, they're going to pick up on that nervous energy. And if you start fumbling and if you start stammering, people are pulling for you. They say, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Not, I mean, not everybody because some people do want you to fail, but in general, People are pulling for you. Why? Because they're projecting themselves onto you. They want you to succeed because it's like you're doing something that they're afraid of doing, particularly if it's public speaking. Now, of course, there are people who go in the opposite direction. Some people just love it. I was like, oh, look at this person fall flat on their face. But again, let's go back to number one. You're in good company. You're afraid of speaking before an audience. Well, there are a lot of people are. They're guys. They're afraid of approaching a, a woman. Well, there are a lot of guys who are afraid of approaching a woman. You're in good company. And what's the worst thing she can do? Say she has someone? Insult you? Whatever. Okay, well, move on to the next person. You know, just number one can free you when you realize, look, I'm in good company. I watched that movie Zootopia back when it came out, and I love that title song of theirs, Try Everything. And the lyrics go like this. I messed up tonight. I lost another fight. I still mess up, but I'll start again. I keep falling down. I keep hitting the ground. I always get up now to see what's next. And then the chorus goes, I won't give up. No, I won't give in till I reach the end. And then I'll start again. No, I won't leave. I want to try everything. I want to try even though I could fail. And then the, the last part of it, it goes uh, like, I'll keep making those new mistakes. I'll keep making them every day, those new mistakes. And then the third one, everybody starts off with a blank slate. I was in a bell choir back in the day. And uh, the director only gave us two bells, one for the left hand, one for the right hand. But I wanted to challenge myself. I tried six. And of course, I had to play them at various times. My initial efforts to play the bells were, shall we say, inadequate. Okay. I wasn't doing a good job of it. And so she wanted to take the bells from me and give them to someone else. She said, you're having a hard time. I said, yes, I am. She said, well, don't you want to go back to two bells? I said, no, I don't. I want to play the six. I will get this. And now she has four kids. So I said, when your kids learn how to walk, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure they didn't get it the first time. They fell on their behinds a couple of times, first time, second time, third time. But unless there are any motor skill deficiencies or physical deformity, they are going to learn how to walk eventually, right? You don't say, oh, you fell on your behind here. Let me put you in the stroller and push you for the rest of your life. Of course not. And somehow we forget that as we get older. We didn't know how to walk at some point. We had to learn. We didn't know how to talk. We had to learn. We didn't know how to ride a bicycle. We had to learn how to drive a car. We had to learn. Everybody starts off with a blank slate. Granted, there are some people who catch on quicker than others. That's just the way things are. Like I said before, I'm, I'm an introvert. So my social skills aren't the best. It's something I had to learn. Whereas some people, they're a natural. Could I learn those social skills? Of course I can, but it's a challenge. Have I said some dumb stuff? Good. My, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Have I made myself look like a fool? Oh, too many times to count. But here I still am. The sun is still shining. The rain still falls. The wind still blows. So what's the worst thing that can happen? And, you know, I know somebody who's cynical will say, well, you don't want your surging having that type of mentality. Of course not. 
I'm not talking about those situations. I'm not talking about a situation where someone's life is on the line. If I'm getting surgery, I don't want my surgeon to say, oh, well, if I make mistakes, it's all good. No, I don't want that. But if I'm learning how to draw, not a big deal, right? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So let me recap. Getting over the fear of looking stupid. Number one, you realize you're in good company. Don't let someone put you in a box or pigeonhole you just because you got something wrong. Welcome to the world. We all do. Number two, people fear you just as much. When I realize that when I do something, people are looking at me like, I wonder what Shayla thinks about me. And then I'm probably wondering, I wonder what person X thinks about me. It's, it's a freeing thing when you realize that. So, okay, I refuse to live in fear. I'm going to go ahead and try this thing that I want to try. People are often pulling for you, especially if you're doing something that they want to do, like public speaking or whatnot. But then again, I shall forewarn you, there are people who might get jealous. And if they do, so what? Who cares? Okay, number three, we all started out the same. We all started out at a blank slate. We didn't all know how to walk at one time. We didn't all know how to talk. We didn't all know how to ride a bicycle or drive a car or whatever it is. We had to start somewhere. And so with those things in mind, what is the next step? And I say, just letting those concepts sink in. You're in good company. People fear you just as much. We all started out with a blank slate and just getting used to those ideas. And you start to realize that, wait a minute. Okay, so what if I look stupid? At least I try. Yeah, there's some people out there who may be jealous, but then there's some people out there who are pulling for me because in their heart of hearts, they want the same thing. And thus you become an inspiration to them. How many people have inspired you? You know, I think of people who inspired me and what would have happened if they decided not to take that chance that they were so afraid of what everyone else thought about them. Even when I do this podcast, someone says, Shayla, you, you know, you talk fast. I'm like, yeah, of course I know. I know that you don't have to tell me. And trust me, I talk a lot slower than I used to because I used to go rapid fire back in the day, but I've gotten better at it. I've learned to slow it down. I'm learning to connect with people, to connect with them emotionally because it's not one of my strong points. Sometimes I miss social cues and it's kind of awkward when I do, but you know what? I'm determined to learn. Okay, so what? I look like a fool. I'm in good company. I'm not the only human being in the history of ever to have had that issue. So again, a big thank you to those who've been sending emails. You know, you're telling me that you all are making some big changes in your life and you're glad to know that you're not alone. And that's exactly what I want to get across. You're not alone. All right, so let's develop some mental toughness and stand our ground and not be afraid of looking stupid. All right, so until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the toxic people detox. Dot com. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.